Hey folks, quick pre-programming announcement. Thanks for listening in to our setup episodes for the Ether-C. We're playing The Quiet Year, a game by Avery Alder that's all about map making and making wild choices to help build a community. Uh, you can find a link to where you can find and purchase and learn more about the game uh, on the episode description. And uh, also, if you want to follow along visually, we are uploading all the maps uh, at the end of each of these sessions at bit.ly slash maps. And I think you need to capitalize ethersc and maps in order for that link to work, because that's how Bitly works. Uh, we heard some folks say they were having some trouble following along sort of visually. Uh, and if you you know need a little help with that, go to that link. Uh, I also think that if you go to our Twitter page, we will be uh, uploading those maps uh, alongside the episodes there as well. Uh, that's it. Uh, here's the episode. Today's lesson, The Strange Comfort of Unbearable Guilt. We should discuss the strange choices our community made during that final summer on the surface. You must understand, while none of us denied the reality of our situation, our responses to that reality varied wildly. There were those who worked to preserve the culture and biology of the surface world, refusing to let the past die alongside our poisoned planet. There were those who worked to secure a safe and prosperous future in our new undersea home, developing an infrastructure that could support our civilization for generations to come. But the thing that united us all aside from our fear of the coming storm, of course, was our guilt. Guilt for letting the world... F for causing our world to collapse so spectacularly. For robbing our children and their children of a land that should have been their birthright. Tireless and necessary work was born out of that guilt, but so too was a kind of paralysis. So when people among us did not know how to stomach that shame, they instead allowed themselves to be fully occupied by, let's call them, distractions. I don't know how many episodes this is going to go, but the idea that there this map is going to get more convoluted, and I apologize yeah. that that is how like the beginning of all these episodes. That's how all these episodes are going to start. But it is a, um, yeah, I mean, right? It's like one of those boards that like the FBI guy has all the strings connected to it, except there's no strings, and the stuff on it is just extra bonkers. It's yeah. like Richard Busy's Scary World. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's talk uh, ongoing projects because I feel like that's if we talk about everything that's on this map, it's going to go on I, forever. It's obviously, but... Griffin, we got the blue penis that's got All four. Right. We've got a robot with nipples that's got five. What's Offset that? Nipples. That's clearly a schoolhouse. That's got the schoolhouse. Three. The schoolhouse rips. It's, there's no way it might be a Ronald McDonald house, but I think it's a schoolhouse. <laughs> that one's got three on it. The robot uh, Travis alluded to earlier is uh, Dad's project where a sort of bunch of uh, engineers and magicians right. and folks Na are trying to build Naturalist technicians. Right. Uh, yeah. Putting together a frame for the INR spirits. 
We have the fishery project where the uh, where folks are coming up with sort of a sustainable underwater food source with the filler fish. And uh, at four weeks, we have the crystal ascendance, which uh, uh, somebody's doing a project on that to see if it yeah, can it be was, sort of used underwater. The, yeah, the engineers are studying that and the bathysphere design right uh, to intend um, to see if they could construct a like downward uh, yes. lift into the ocean uh the bathysphere uh has been stolen by the vanguard which is a group of uh resource gatherers who disappeared not disappeared they told everybody we're we are leaving you all we are out. taking uh too long we're going to be the first ones to head out there uh, and Phineas Call has sort of posted up at this calm patch of sea, which his expedition found to be a suitable sort of uh, jumping off point for undersea construction. Not that the city has to be built right there, but that is, you know, where where we can keep all of the, you know, supplies and machinery or whatever is going to go into building an underwater city. Can anyone else think of... Anything on this map? Oh, that they we got horseshoe dogs. They got horseshoe dogs, and yeah. That's, oh, and that's... the uh, tanks showed up from Delmar, and we're doing yes. an exchange with them. Yes, they're in. Uh, they are sticking around for a month, one week of which has already expired. So we are back to the top of the order, and I'm gonna draw. I got confused because it just says a summer. Um, but this is the ace of summer. A contingent within the community demand to be heard. Who are they? What are they asking for? Or uh, a contingent within the community have acted on their frustrations. What have they damaged and why did they damage it? Is it permanent? Hmm. I feel like we've kind of had both of these things happen already, but uh, you know, we one can of the build things, off that. One of the things that surprises me about this game is sometimes another player will get a card and the jealousy that I feel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, I want that card. Okay. Uh, a contingent within the community have acted on their frustrations. What have they damaged and why did they damage it? Is it permanent? Um, the... A uh, charismatic young girl and her sort of uh, troop of folks who uh, took took some supplies from the uh, the boat dock or uh, the shipyard the uh, and the cradle. Thank you. And worked on the bathysphere. And uh, by punishment, they were sent to the uh, the trash geyser. Uh, I I don't think that this punishment has quelled their um, their excitement to get get things moving get get you know projects moving undersea uh and so the team here is going to you know they've been picking through the trash geyser and collecting things and i i think as has happened now a couple times in this community they are just going to take all of the stuff that could be useful for undersea uh you know building and stuff and just take it right to the build site um, Tra Travis and I talked a little bit about this charismatic young girl because she's come up enough times now that we wanted to, you know, give her a proper character. Um, she is uh, Delmer royalty. She's like the daughter of a baron or baroness um, who was next in line of, of for succession. Kind of the kind of an it girl for uh, Delmer culture who really had an interest in like engineering and specifically like city planning, but was not sort of given the opportunity to do all that. 
Um, and so I think she sees an opportunity to kind of chase that life here. And that is why she is as charismatic as she is. And also as like fired up about, you know, actually having a voice in how this city gets built. Um, so we are just going to move, move them all down here. And at this point, I think her and Phineas call are just a fully united front, um, and represent sort of the two driving, uh, the two driving forces for uh, building the city right now. I've moved the trash geyser down. Maybe that was a mistake. I shouldn't do that. No, that looks. Maybe horrible. I'll just I'll just erase the trash, perhaps. Um, but yes, that is that is what they have done. Uh, and countdown. Oh, I mean, the Delmer are here, too. That's probably uh, a reason why she is as eager to literally go underwater as she is, is because, like, she's not wild about the Delmer, you know, trying to force her hand into bringing her back. Because I imagine her parents are not wild about uh, her, you know, uh, leaving like that. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Nothing reached zero. So uh, we I'm going to take an action. Uh, let me think. Did we name the Baroness? Baronet? Baron? Um, yes. The, uh, she is a boyar, which is a, I think, German term for the child of a, of a Baron, uh, or Baroness. Uh, uh, her name is the Boyar Hermine. I think we've kind of danced around this a bit, but while the Delmer are still here, so I'll put a time of two weeks on this clock, I think there's somebody in this community who sees this as the last opportunity to secure culture. I, again, like, I don't think that this convoy is tr- like traveling with the great you know, works of art of Delmer culture, but they probably have some stuff, and that's better than nothing. So there's some sort of, um, some sort of collector, some sort of preserver now who I think is... This is the this is the kickstart they needed to really start taking this stuff seriously. It hasn't been up to this point because up to this point it's been where are we eating, what are, where are we living, what are we doing? But let's, now somebody's let's call thinking them about the, the curator. The, the curator. curator. Yes, we've talked okay. a couple of times about worrying about preserving not just the living, but if we are looking at this as like now a job, right? That there is somebody whose job it is to collect these things and prepare it. It's the the curator. Okay. Um, I don't know so, why I pronounced it curator. Yeah, I don't know, but I kind of like that. It's fantasy, man. Yeah, that's, it sounds right. like that's how u- they say it. It does sound like uriter, which Ooh, is... please. No, that, let's stick with like, curator then. All right, so I'm just going to draw like a nerd-ass nerd with big glasses. <laughs> and this is, the, this is the curator. You know you can make shapes, right? Oh, yeah, but who's got the time? Hey, Griffin, it's starting to look like a self-portrait. I was about to say it just looks like Griffin. This is my self-insert. I'm the curator. Okay. Like Schmorby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Wow, we have a lot of clocks at two. Okay. A ton. All those are going to finish at the same time. Uh, But now it is Travis's turn. Correct. Flip that card. King Uh of summer. Summer Uh is fleeting. Uh Discard the top two cards off the top of the deck. And take two actions this week. Oh, no. Should we look? I think we got to look at what the top two are. Uh, Okay, so we're skipping two cards. Uh, It's Outsiders arrive. Oh, Jesus. This would have been cool. Outsiders arrive in the area. Why are they a threat? How are they vulnerable? Or outsiders arrive in the area. How many are they greeted? Yikes. Well. Well, we'll never know. Never know. Uh, 
predators and bad omens oh. are afoot you are careless and someone goes missing under ominous Dang. circumstances who or pre- predators or ominous circumstances are afoot what measures do you take to keep everyone safe Dang. and under surveillance Dang. wow that would have been neat that would have been fun but bad um bad. Uh, so uh, uh, let's yeah go ahead and yeah this is going to take a while so go ahead and i'll yeah I'll nothing's going to zero out um yeah. so first i i have an idea for a thing i wanted and i think i'm using discover something is discover something discover something on the map or is it just like Everything's on the map. Everything we do is is okay. Is well, on the map. Uh, uh, here's my idea, and you tell me if it works within the mechanics of the game. I think what we discover is that there is a subset of people here, uh, primarily Einar, who uh, uh, have very, very, very strong religious feelings about these spirits okay. that have returned, um, as that they have traveled to the vestigial plane and back. Uh, they believe that they are to be revered, uh, interesting, and honored, and uh, they have come forward because they see this this building of bodies uh, for them as a means to put them to work. Hmm. Uh, and they believe that they are to be worshipped and followed, and they are called the Ordo Spiritus. Hmm. That is rad. It almost feels like more like start a discussion, though. Because I don't know that discovering that people have a have a feeling. Okay. Is okay. That, so, like how uh, the move is. I'm going to say that one of the member, one of the leaders of the Ordo Spiritus, comes forward. Okay. And wants to have a discussion. All right. I believe that these spirits are to be worshipped and revered, and not to be used for menial labor. Okay. Um, I'm going to speak for the coalition. Is that is that allowed? Yeah. Speak for what call it? Oh, the, of the people building the robot parts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our intent in building these were to return these poor people to some kind of functioning life because that seemed to be what they were wanted. We have no intention of creating servants. We're just trying to give these disembodied spirits a chance at finishing a life. How do, Griffin, how do I add con- con- contempt Jeez, uh, we've just been—I've just been saying contempt and adding it to the uh, contempt, <laughs> <laughs> and adding it to the, the Ordo uh, Spiritus do not see these as poor spirits who need help finishing. That they—they they see them as having moved beyond it, our it, limits. It, but I, see, I, got, I feel you. I feel you. That's not continuing in the discussion. That's just where the right. contempt point came from. I just want to make that clear. That's not me, Travis. Right. Okay. Um, Juice, you want to talk, or you want me to? We believe the way we've always believed. There are no spirits. It's a hominine trick. Is this the same guy as before? Time is passing so quickly, Travis, it's impossible to keep track of. All you need to know is there is a sentiment amongst the people that the spirits aren't real and it's a hominine trick. Okay. The Einar spirits won't be made to do anything they don't want to do. Uh, but you don't get to decide for them. Okay. That's that's uh, that's the end. Okay, that's one of your actions. I want to bring everyone's attention that someone has eliminated the blood and dookie coming out of the trash geyser. I don't know what happened. I've I I they have salvaged the trash geyser, and so I I I believe that the trash geyser is now. Has has outlived its usefulness, and now it's Are back you to being to just a race. I didn't realize that this is a living document. Did somebody screen cap it? I, mean, I, I worked really hard. I can put it back. 
Whoa. Yeah, you do like, like that, that, it almost looks animated. That's yeah. beautiful. Whoa. So, yeah. So, Griffin, your contention is that it will no longer spew out garbage? Um, I think, I mean, the earthquake made it start, but sort of got rid of the compression stuff that was going on in there, right? And made okay. it start shooting out stuff. And uh, the Billiard Hermine and her crew took that stuff and, and went took it to the build site so that they are all set up. Okay. 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 I, I know what project I'm going to set up now. So I am going to say, uh, Griffin, which of these four kind of groups of people would you say are the most like artistic? Um, I mean, definitely the, the Southern Archipelago, um, I, I, sort of, they, they did not prioritize war or industry or, uh, you know, arcane study or anything like that. Uh, they were all about sort of their, their liberties, uh, not, not being under the yoke of that. And so from that, I think a lot of, a lot of good art came out of that. Okay. Then I'm going to say, uh, like the most revered artist of the Southern Archipelago and the most experienced engineer architect of the Delmer uh, pair up and start figuring out a design for what an undersea like encampment would look like. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is, this is, this is the, this is the uh, Epcot dream lab, blue sky solutioneering sort of. Okay. In the, in the design phase, right? Right. This is what you're talking. Your project is the design. Okay. Um, and it's going to be up here near the cradle, uh, between the cradle and the shit house. Uh, just gonna have. Oh, I'm gonna get between the cradle and the shit house would be a really, really, really good cool for a record. Yeah. All along the shit house. Um, I went into a very visible. Are they doing this in secret or is this? No, no. Like- this is like all right. We have materials planned. We scouted the the floor of of like the immediate ocean, and we're like we've been studying things and doing things. So let's start thinking about both a practical and like long term aesthetically not displeasing. Like yeah. we don't want people to be sad living there. So okay. we're gonna think about like this is our perfect design choice of what we want it to look like. Yeah, and there's no saying that that will be what it looks like because you then you have to fucking build it. Uh all right, that is two actions. Now we're on to uh, Dad. And it's a pretty big one. This, I'm just drawing little... Oh, right. How long is this going to take? Uh, I'm going to say like six weeks. Like this Oh, wow. Is, I mean, well, let's see. This six, is six, just... six weeks, I think, would factor in a lot of logistical... Que- like, it's not just, wouldn't the city look cool if it looked like this? It would be like six weeks, I feel like, would factor in like, and here's how people would move around, and here's how, you know what I mean? Like... It would well, have yeah, some... this isn't this isn't just aesthetic planning. There's like engineering going into this and like okay. architectural planning. This is like full blown. Like, okay, listen, if we're gonna start building something, we need to have a plan first. So right. give us like, you know, give us like if we could get started tomorrow and had all the time, what would it be? Right, and then okay. we'll work backwards from there. Six weeks sounds good. I will add that to the map, Dad. I have drawn a new card for you. Oh, okay. Um... Seven of Summer, introduce a mystery at the edge of the map or an unattended situation becomes problematic and scary. What is it? How does it go awry? Oh, my God. Those are both so good. Um, is summer okay. like the, the period of like, whoa, <laughs> some weird shit's going Dog, on? If you feel that way, 
fall and winter are not going no, to be No, that's all kind. bad shit. I know that yeah. those are bad shit. But summer is just like some kooky stuff. Summer is just slippery, yeah. Yeah. Um, there are some kind of strain. Something's flying around in the storm. Oh, no. And they, they're huge. It's it. You, we can see these flying shapes in the distance in the storm. And it's very mysterious. Where are these in relation to? What's the weird thing that's like a rainbow? That's the this storm. is this is the storm. It's it is not to scale. The storm is not twenty feet from the shore. This is just meant to represent right. that uh, far off in the distance. You can see uh, the the storm brewing. But so people that, people have observed maybe through uh, telescopes or or whatever kind of of uh, far magic sight. telescopes. Yeah. Yeah. That they have that there are these gigantic shapes flying in the storm and we can't make out hardly any detail, but they're huge. Gigantic scale wise, like pterodactyl size or like eldritch god size? I think since they're this far away, um like very big whale size. Cool. Very big whale. Not like one of those little whales. Not not baby beluga. An adult beluga. Uh, can right, you draw those shapes? Beluga. Can you draw those shapes in the yeah, cloud sure here? Will. Okay, you're going to have lots of time because these clocks are now going to. Four of them are going to end all at the same time. Travis, did they not? Did they not click down after Travis? They did. No, they did. They, they were just all at two. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. So Travis, the fisheries. How does that uh, end up? Uh, so. Basically, uh, some some things that they discover is one. Um, while these fish are very small, uh, the the bones within them are also very soft, and so oh, basically nice. all of it can just be ground up. You can just pop it, just pop one right in there. Yeah. And just... Um, and Yummy. the the speed at which they replicate and the like little bit of food that they need, uh, makes it like a perfectly sustainable source. Um, and they also. Uh, filter naturally. They are like those sucker fish that keep the things clean. So you can pretty much like dump them in a big vat of water right. with a little bit of food, and they'll fill up that container of water, and you can just like keep taking them out. But to keep them from being too op, these are freshwater fish, Correct. right? So if if this is something that's going to provide sustenance in the city, like we are going to need some of that some of that spring water, Correct. right? Also, okay. like, you're going to need people, like, maintaining it. Um, right. Because, like, as I said, their life cycle is fairly short. So mm-hmm. it's not like a thing, like, if you're not cleaning, if you're not removing fish from the thing, you would end up with, like, rotten fish in there pretty quickly. Okay. Their life cycle is fast. Juice, the schoolhouse finishes. The t- local kids reluctantly start to um uh uh come to the school they love their tide pool someone's moving one of the baby bodies it's very confusing but the kids no longer play at the tide pool they spend their days learning uh how to uh um learning math basic skills math reading uh cultural histories uh but also survival skills they learn how to uh, hold their breath for extended periods of time, and how to uh, catch uh, saltwater fish. Um, that baby's as big as that school. We're raising a more prepared generation. 
which of the uh and maybe you addressed this when you started building the project but who is sort of uh, organizing this school like which of the because i imagine you know local score school board elections can be a contentious thing are uh, is is there like there one have, kingdom they have that is... one ha one instructor from each uh uh of the uh contingent so there's a hominine instructor there's a delmer there's one from the southern isles and there's uh, one from the INR plane. Okay. Dang, uh, I did that all in one thought. I'm so in this. That was world. so fresh. Yeah, dude, um, dude. Will you Makes do? It feels not bullshit when I do it like that. Uh, would you do me the close personal favor as a brother that uh, we name the hominine one Brother Seldom? Because that's a name I came up with and started using for the intro narration. And yes. Sort of he a is the founder shot. of the school. He was the one, Brother Seldom was the one who was like spearheading it. Okay. Uh, but he is brought in to keep all the parents happy. Right. There are representatives from each of the four different, what do you Absolutely. call them? Uh, kingdoms. kingdoms, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, from the, each of the four different kingdoms. Okay, rad. Um, they called themselves, now they shouldn't have done this. What? They should not have done this, but they let the kids pick their mascot. Oh, shit. And they're, so they're called the Gooshy Wolves. <laughs> What's and no one knows what it means. The kids won't tell them. I don't know what it means. The, the kids wouldn't tell me. But they all think it's really fucking funny. But all the teachers have to be like, good morning, Gooshy Wolves. Let's let's get out there and learn. <laughs> you, and the kids Gushy, bust Gooshy like G-O-O-S-H-Y? G-O-O-S-H-I-E-W-O-L-V-E-S. -E Not wolves. Gucci as in Gucci bag. Yes, Gucci, oh my God, Gucci Wolves fucking that's that's powerful we'll do gushy wolves but gucci wolves somebody do something with that i have to imagine like when the kids come back from the tide pools every day and they're like yeah i saw a fucking um i saw a jelly cougar and it's like a jellyfish cougar hybrid because shit's weird in the tide pool so when they came in and were like yeah these are the gushy wolves people are like is that a real thing <laughs> is that, is that a, you all you have saw? to tell us if you saw something called a gushy wolf you need to tell us so we can keep you safe from it uh okay the curator project i'll wrap that one up before the tanks leave um i think they successfully uh collect what they uh what the tanks had and i think what the delmer would consider to be art is like blueprints and i also think that's the type of thing that uh this this convoy would actually have on hand thinking like, yeah, maybe they can use this. These are old blueprints that are outdated and we have like better shit, so maybe they can use it. But also, there is a sort of sentimental and historic value to these early blueprints, which were kind of our first big steps away from, we depend entirely on magic because we're hominine. Um, so I think those, those blueprints, those documents, and there's a lot of them, are the sort of big, there, there's other stuff mixed in there too, but that is the big sort of cultural um uh donation not donation i imagine there was some trading for it that this this curator uh managed to secure uh and with that the world clock is going to reset because the delmer tanks or the convoy take off um does anybody have any sort of anything to add to i know this isn't really necessarily how the game uh operates but any thoughts on this parting because they are essentially saying like thank you for everything we'll never see any of you ever again yeah i i i'm just gonna say that i think that the delmer people that are here 
yeah. like send letters back to like friends and like, you know, family that they had there that didn't come. That's just like, you know, I love you very much and I'll miss you and be safe and all those things. Right. I think that it's this is like a last connection moment kind of thing. Um, I'll add that the the Boyar Hermine probably in addition to just like sending a message to her parents, sends a message to the elders of the, you know, this this underground, this inside the mountain city that they're building of like, don't count us out. Like you all need to find a way to still be able to reach us. Yeah. Because we are not this is going to work. So you know, you seal yourselves up and, and do whatever you need to do to feel like you're safe, but do not count us out. We we can still help each other after everything goes yeah. bad. Okay. And the wagons leave. And we move on to... Did, uh, did, oh, wait. Dad needs to take his action. Yes. What did we get from the caravan? We got uh, art and okay. blueprints. And, and the, the, the main thing, the main interaction we had with them was sending those messages back to the Delmer and securing all of these historic blueprints. So they came documents. here to donate. Well, to trade. I mean, well, yeah, I think we there traded was, there them was, the fish. Yeah, some... Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. They got, okay, some, they got, got some fillers. It, that was what I was, was wondering about. I'm going to add... Uh, I don't think we can remove culture from the scarcity list, right? But I think we can add Delmer blueprints. Is there anything else we need to update in the scarcity abundance list that anybody can think of? Um, I think food we can get rid of, right? Yeah, yeah, food, we yeah, we'll yeah food is there. food is abundant. Uh, filler fish is actually already in abundance, so that probably should have gotten fixed a while ago. Still have an abundance of blink sharks, though. Yeah, well, I don't know what to do about that. Yeah, nobody nobody seems to we know what to do about that. We convinced them to leave. Yeah, I think Phineas. Not I think this is my action, Phineas. And the Boyar and her crew are going to go investigate the giant spiral shape off off the the calm sea. Uh, they've more or less sketched out the oceanography of the of the terrain, right? And there's a lot of questions about this thing. So, and it's not going to take. For I say, uh, can I put a week? On sure, it? can I you put, put one, one week, week on it? it? I think I think all of this tracks. You have mapped that out. You have mapped that area out. You have done literally everything you can to prepare yourself for this. Now it's a question of okay, who's going to walk down this fucking thing? And it yeah. takes so one week. Huh. huh? And we still don't. They just, they still don't have the bathos. Oh, oh, I feel like you guys didn't hear. Uh, let me try again. It takes one week. Uh no it does it, they don't oh, have could you guys not hear me was I still... muted let me try Travis again. you're cutting out a little bit okay yeah it takes yeah, one week oh they yeah that but I love that one hmm. okay great, great great um yeah okay and and where's the bathosphere it got stolen Stole. by the vanguard nobody knows right right okay um Justin I have lost track of how many cards we have left in summer because of Travis's skip 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 button put down two Three, four. Okay. The queen, the nine, the eight. Are you keeping track on your two? Dad, are, are you, you card counting? Are you, are you counting cards? Yes. That the wolf. Wow. The pit. The There's pit. five left. After this one, four. The pit chief is going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Only if I get caught. You just admitted to it. Just, just got yeah. Caught. You just it's, it's <laughs> like if the dealer said, uh, "Do you want to stay or hit?" And you say, "Well, if I hit, the next card's probably a ten because I've been counting cards." <laughs> Uh, this card is pretty scary. 
Let's see here. Someone tries to take control of the community by force. Do they succeed? Why do they do this? A headstrong community member decides to put one of their ideas in motion. Start a foolish project. <laughs> oh, I like isn't that. that <laughs> isn't that what we've exclusively been doing? But imagine yeah, how foolish dumb. it will be now. Oh, that that okay. kicks ass. I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, I know we don't necessarily have characters, but I do have we've, to like we've broken that. We have three characters so far. That we have, have to like name someone. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, there's a a bell ringing in the in the right near the shit house, and this guy's this guy kind of haggard old dude in what looks like beat up military fatigues, um, is ringing this bell in the middle of the town. And he get he waits until he has a bit of a crowd, and he says, "It's me, old Joshy, and I've had it with the Blink Sharks. I know you all have too." <laughs> and there's some like nodding. I am willing to pass on the secrets I learned in the military of psychic warfare. And I'm putting together a band of psychic soldiers to help me hunt and kill the blank sharks. Come on down. Who's going to join me? This is my school. It's called Old Joshy's Training Ground for Psychic Soldiers Against Blink Sharks. Figure out the acronym later. Oh. And uh, I'm going to have it launched here in about four weeks. And I want to see as many of you faces out there get ready to do battle against the blank sharks. Uh, any of you courageous folks. Come on out here. We're going to put it into these these blinking idiots. Now, Justin, I'm sorry. Is this the same guy that's been in the discussions? Are they just like all brothers? What's happening? He is friends. They're friends. They're, they're all friends. Best, okay. They're best friends. Yeah. They're best friends. This is okay. the, there is a contingent of, it's really important to me. I was listen, When I was listening to the story that Griffin had set up, the initial story, it all seemed very high-minded to me. And it's very important to me that there be a strong contingent of idiots. Oh, absolutely. That are, that are yeah. making this, and not funny idiots, but like regular idiots <laughs> that are making this harder for everyone. And this man, old Joshy, decides that the seas won't be safe until the blink sharks have been dealt with psychically. 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 Yes. Right. Okay. Exactly. I think it's beautiful. It's yeah. brilliant. Jo jo Is it Ol O L E or O L apostrophe Joshy? <laughs> I'm going to give you a four there to use whenever you draw this shark, psychic shark battling school. Okay. Um, Can we just agree how much better Jaws would have been if the dude was like, I know how to handle these sharks with my brain. Psychic <laughs> stuff. Um, okay. So uh, the crystal ascendants and robot bodies are down to one each. I'm sorry, Travis. I've already forgotten what this part. Oh, it's the design. Of the mm -hmm. of the city is down to one month. You can't tell, Griffin. Look at those tools on there. Yeah, and There's just like square. that, Dad is about to tell us what's. Uh, and I don't want to hear. Well, they get to the spiral staircase and they discover it's weird. Let's <laughs> let's. <laughs> they have the the spiral staircase exploration project has completed. Father, what's going on? Well, they've been. Um... 
it's it's been uh, it's taken the better part of the week just to get down there and make observations. And what they've found is they still don't know what the materials are of the spiral staircase, and they're not really sure who put it there. But it's very obvious that it was put there as a natural foundation for coral growth. There's a massive atoll of coral that has grown up the spiral staircase. um, And this coral has been infused with the prestige salts, which is why the area near the, the spiral staircase, the calm area is so low in prestige salts that these coral have been taking in the prestige salts and they surmise their, their theory is that much like, you know, people do today um, where they will like sink old ships to give coral a place to build coral wreaths on that. Somebody in the long ago past put this structure there for the intent of growing this coral. And this coral has absorbed the, the prestige salts, uh, giving it some um, powerful, mystical sure stuff traits stuff. It's got weird stuff. Okay, you want to draw? You want to? You want to spice up yeah. that that that, uh, that sad spring that. there? Uh, cool, Justin. Awesome. I enjoy your shark killing big box store. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and. Justin, once you're done with that, it looks you get like to... the ghost is really excited to go there. <laughs> Ooh, the ghost is talking. The ghost has a speech bubble, and what he's saying is, "I'm excited to go to this school. I can't wait to start at my new school. Put, hurry up and finish my robot body, so I can go to psychic shark fighting school. This is a great game. This is a good game. Uh, Justin, you get to take an action too. I feel like okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, I want to hold a discussion. Oh, God. <laughs> Everybody, do we need to do something about old Joshy, or are we just let him go, let him go for it? I'm going to be honest with you all. I don't know why the gods invited old Joshy and his friends to come. It seems counterproductive to what we're doing. Oh, God. I'll, I'm going to take that and turn it. Uh, there's a reason old Joshy was, is here. There's a reason old Joshy heard the call like the rest of us. And God doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> God Joshy, take the wheel. And my statement is that uh, the Joshy problem will deal with itself. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that he'll either get rid of the sharks or more likely the sharks will get rid of him. Okay. I think that was a question. So uh, if, if you, whoever voiced uh, this concern. So I get to make a final yeah. statement? Yeah. We have not solved anything here tonight. <laughs> Thank you all for your time. We have an aura frame here at our house and we primarily use it 
to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. All right, uh, back to the top of the order, which is me. 
Nine of Summer, a project fails. Which one? Why? I'm not touching Joshy. No way. Don't. No. I, will, I know I, there's an obvious choice years. for failure. No <laughs> um, something goes foul and supplies are ruined. Add a new scarcity. Oh, God. Both of these are bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, Trav. The <gasps> Crystal Ascendance Project, no, without yeah. that bathysphere, they Attractive. realize. Yeah. They just can't. They, they, they've done a lot of work, and weeks. they understand this thing a whole lot better, but... Without that bathysphere, then whatever they were planning on turning this into, you know, a, a underwater human transportation cannon or whatever it was going to be, they 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 uh, the 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 project just kind of fizzles out. There's not some grand explosion or you know catastrophic failure. It's just like, well, we don't have the bathysphere anymore, so let's just spend our time doing something else. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. I understand. Um, it wasn't you. It's the cards. Now, uh, robot bodies are done. Clint, we had talked a little bit about, we had posed the question and decided that it was uh, doing a little bit too much up front of what these things are made out of. Um, so maybe that, this is a good time to answer that, but how, how does the robot bodies uh, project pan out? Uh, I also will remind us, because we talked about it in the last episode, that the codite, the magical material, is now in scarcity, or at the very least, yes. it is not a naturally occurring thing that we have an abundance of. Not to say that you can't use it, yeah. but that you know there will be political ramifications for any time anybody uses the codite from now on. The coalition, uh, with uh, input from uh, Phineas Call and the Boyer, and of course our coalition of Magic users and technical people and naturalists have determined that it's possible to construct these golems, these robots, out of the magic coral. That by placing, by building some kind of framework like armor, so to speak, or something along those lines, that it's possible to make these golems out of the coral. The thing is they will have to be grown built in the water. Yeah. They have yeah. to be grown. So it has to be done on water and these golems will not be able to function outside of the water for very long, but much like real coral, which is a living entity inside, you know, the, the growth uh, that they think they can construct these golems to allow and with its mystical abilities they would be they would be accessible to the disembodied spirits yeah hey can i just say as the person who's dming this next season where all of this shit's going to be relevant big thanks for that yeah that's that's a that's a fucking radical idea coral coral infused robot frames is uh it's some real shit so these are these are is this purely hypothetical or I would request that, you know, in the interest of keeping things moving, that this is not just, Hey, we can do this. It's a, Hey, let's do it. Let's, oh, let's I think it's, it. it's, it's the coalition weird. is good. Yeah. It, they're going to do it. Okay. Um, they've been able to, um, the, the magic members of the coalition have determined that it's almost pot that, that there's a very tenuous ability to communicate with the um with the polyps which are the actual 
coral, the creatures that live inside the coral. Okay. And, and they're down too. Well, yeah. Let's fucking do this, guys. Get okay. the ghost in me. I think, I, yeah, I, I just, I think it would be very conducive to some cool ideas with the spirits and the Yes, it's all fucking ghosts. fantastic. So I have moved this robot body down to the black staircase, which you said is where the coral is growing from, and I imagine is where this, you know, this frame. And this is gonna, and this is gonna be a long term project. Well, this isn't a project. This is this is a this is the culmination of the robot. This is happening consortium right? project. So we're not starting a new project right now. Gotcha. Okay. Um, uh, no other clocks finished. I get to start a project or discover something new. Um. Heck, man! You know what? Now that that project failed, uh, the the this group, this uh, uh, maybe we need a name for it, the Phineas Call, Boyar Hermine, sort of, uh, let's get this shit going. Group wants the Crystal Ascendant, the Action Squad, the action, the Take Action Squad, the Do Something Squad, is going to start a project to literally haul the Crystal Ascendants in its you know whole form down the down the beach into the water and get it to the construction site where they can just use it somehow. I don't know what that looks like, but that's why it's going to take a while. I'm going to say they probably know how to move shit. I don't think that that's the toughest thing in this world, but this is a, an enormous thing that is sort of built into the plateau. So I'm going to say this is going to take five weeks. Okay. I don't think I'm duplicating your shit right no, no, Trav, no. Like, yeah mine was like studying it okay but if you wanted to i mean you could justify shaving a week off of that because there has now been like you're right this, done of it yeah not that it's going to be used for like whatever that thing was because i don't think they ever figured out like what it was they were you know designing but it's clearly like a a magical structure of some sort so yeah let's let's add it to the city somehow uh, I'll draw like some, like a track maybe leading down to the beach from the Crystal Ascendance. And that'll be the project. Okay. Uh, now it is Travis's turn, and I already flipped your card. Uh, the two of summer, someone new arrives. Who? Why are they in distress? Or someone leaves the community. Who? What are they looking for? Four. Oh, this is a good question. Griffin, how far away is the citadel, the capital of Hominine? Very far away. Like, but I mean you could also you could also argue that we are half a year in almost. So maybe that's how long it takes for somebody to arrive here. I, I think you there has been enough time that people have gotten here, obviously, from from the capital city. Um Okay, I am going to say uh, a a troop arrives, a troop of performers from uh, the Citadel have arrived, um, and they are fleeing Hominine. They've heard about this uh, because, and I don't know what you're planning, but as as we have seen, the Einar had a plan and the Delmer have a plan. I assume. Yeah, Hominine has a plan as well. 
I, I mean, I'm not, I know that obviously because I am the one who prepped these world events, but I also think everybody in this place knows that Hominine is not just going to fucking yeah. roll over and die. They have a, they have a God sort of on their side. So they're going to do um, something. And so this troop uh, does not agree with what Hominine's plan is. And they heard about this place and, and came down to see if they would be welcome in this community. Um. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we need to answer that. One thing we probably should answer, though, the people who came here first heard the call, and that's how they all knew where to go and were sort of divinely inspired to come here. Does this represent that, like, now it's not just the call anymore? Now it's like word has gotten out that there's this project, there's this community, and I guess the buzz is positive enough that people feel like, hey, that seems like a good thing to risk my <laughs> my life on. Yeah. yeah. I, I think okay. it's I, I, the fact of the matter is, is it seems like a very practical and open minded place where like Delmer isn't like, hey, everybody, we're going to hide in the mountain. All are welcome. Right. Yeah, and so like sure. if you're not of Delmer and Einar was like, we're going to erase ourselves from existence. And so it seems like if you're out in the world and you hear like we're going to actively create a community underwater and right. everybody from every system has come here then you're like, that seems like an active good solution option. Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to draw this troop on the I map? I do. I'm going to draw a little wagon. So basically this troop just is against whether whatever Hominine is doing. Yeah, is that's that... the thing. Is like, Do they tell people what Hominine's planning? Um, you know, I'm going to say that this troop, <sighs> I don't know, Griffin, what you're planning, and I don't know how you feel about Hominine. But Hominine strikes me as pretty hoity-toity. Yeah. Um, and so it seems to me like um, as troopers, like performers, they are probably enjoyed by the higher-ups, but not necessarily prized as necessary. Sure. And okay. so whatever the Hominine were planning... That's it. That's the, the, the general thesis of what they know about the Hominine plan is everything and everyone who's not necessary yeah. is fully expendable. Correct. For could, they could they present that in the form of sure, yeah. a play? And, let me, and if you're cool with this, I'm going to add like uh, like uh, performance, uh, uh, Hominine performance to the the list of abundance right chipping away at that culture scarcity yeah do you know what i mean yep okay oh, i like that dope that is our uh sort of contractually obligated here's some here's a community theater troupe yep. for the oh, season as a, yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> right yeah. wouldn't uh, wouldn't okay. be an adventure zone without some sure. shoehorned in there uh okay so are there any project no comp no no projects are complete uh so travis go ahead and take your action Okay, okay, all right. I am going to start a project uh, where the, as we've been calling them, the coalition, which I like. The co now, we've talked about a few different coalitions. Is this the robot builder coalition, or is oh, this oh, the- sorry. This is, Oh, this is the council. That's what I mean, the council of four that was elected as representatives okay. from each. Yeah. The council is going to start um, categorizing- uh, the skill sets of people in town for the jobs uh, that they see as necessary in this uh, undersea place. So like food, farming, uh, you know, like safety, uh, engineering, me me mechanics, anything like that of like, what are your practical skill sets 
where we can put you into the right role. No matter what role you've done before, we need to think about like necessary jobs in, in this new place we're building. Okay. Um, I mean, that is, that's certainly something that would take a while. Is this something that people in the community are okay with? Um, I am going to say that... I mean, that's probably... You know what? That's a discussion. Yeah. That's, we shouldn't yeah. be doing that. How long... Well, real quick, how long, how long is that going to take, do you think? Uh, I'm going to say it takes three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Dad, it's on to you. At five. Okay. Uh, five of summer, a project finishes early. What led to its early completion? Or the weather is nice and people can feel the potential all around them. Start a new project. Whatever you do, please don't finish Joshy early. Please, Dad. I'm begging you. Don't don't tilt you're the right, scales. You're right, you're right. Get your finger off the scales. Let this man do. Okay, so when it says finishes early, we've got... Uh, what's the project with two weeks? Uh, that well, is Joshy, the design. Joshy, okay, that's the design. Design project, the Joshy project, which is my favorite Comedy Central half hour uh, primetime show. Uh, the l- sort of labor organization project and the let's move the crystal ascendants to the, to the work site project. Okay, I'm building off somebody else. So if you if if nobody wants to do, I mean, if you guys are not in favor of that, that's fine. It's your action, man. Um, it's my yeah, action. Yeah, take your action. Okay, the theater troupe. Yes, the theater. They troupe, all die. <laughs> the theater troupe puts on a play about imagined horrors of the storm. Obviously, nobody has any, you know, concrete evidence. But these things are swimming in, are flying in it, mm-hmm. and we know that it's so bad we've got to move under the water. So they come up with this sci-fi play and put it on, and it puts the fear of God into the design committee. Mm-hmm. So they start like burning the midnight oil, and they start they start working uh, overtime just because they're so terrified of 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 the, the the story that they saw in this play uh because as we all know theater can be very moving and i think there's also so probably they, a lot of people in the community who saw the play and the more likely thing is they went to these designers and were like finish that fucking design yeah, dude they got <laughs> fucking <laughs> shit done they got flying spiders in that big ass storm finish drawing it so i think that the um i think i want the, that project to wrap up early uh, because generated by fear, which has in turn been generated by the performing arts, mm-hmm. which is how it should that, be. That's, that's how it should. That's how that's how it should work. Um, Travis, yes, this may be a big sort of uh, big big thing to take on in, in a single project. But what is the result of the uh, of this blue sky solutioneering session? So the design that this engineer and this artist come up with is that you begin at a central half dome, a central dome. Uh, and like then, a diving bell sort of situation? Um, yeah, I mean, basically, like, very large. We're talking about, um, like, let's see, what, like a 100-yard, uh, you know, radi- diameter. Okay. 
um, and then building out from there uh, like concentric rings. So the idea being that even if uh, we have not finished building during the time that we have, we would then be able to continue building outward, especially now knowing that we uh, would have this dive team that is experienced as well as potentially the help, if they are willing, of the uh, spirits in their coral bodies of being able to build uh, out these rings so we could continue to grow over time uh, if we're able to like get enough materials down there. So basically you would have this main hub and then rings connected, uh, you know, with passageways spreading right. out. Okay. Um, maybe you want to, not right now while we're recording, but kind of like sketch out what you're talking about and send it to, you know, us so we can post it for folks to kind of get an idea of like what this actual design, it doesn't have to be anything sort of, you know, actual blueprint level specificity, but just to give an idea of like the shape that you're, you're talking about. Uh, and, and I would say that while there will probably be like tweaks to it from everybody in the community saying, well, shouldn't we put something like this here and where the bathrooms go or whatever, the thing that everybody can get down with is this like central thing that if we can drop basically yeah for sure if we can start this then we can keep building it after the storm hits right. like we don't the, mm. the there's not a hard deadline for finishing the city we just need a thing we can expand on i right. think that being the kind of like driving force of this design makes total sense right um okay uh no projects hit zero so dad uh you get to take an action now the son of the um, murdered by blink sharks. Murdered is an Mint interesting term. Like if a shark killed a person, I wouldn't be like, that shark murdered that man. <laughs> yeah. Bifurcated. Arrest that, bifurcated. that shark. <laughs> Mint Clackleroy, his son, uh, Enos, goes. Sorry. That was that was a sorry, I didn't understand you, and a simultaneous sorry to our <laughs> listeners. Enos? Ena Enos? Enos. E-N-O-S. Enos. Okay. Okay. Enos Clackleroy goes and pledges everything to Joshi's efforts. He joins Joshi. Okay. He gives him his his uh, all uh, all of any wealth he has, anything he owns, his, his expertise in operating a boat. Because you know that's what Mint Clackleroy did. Right, he was a, a boat. He's a he's so uh, Enos goes to Joshi and says. I mean, I believe, I believe in your mission. I am with you. So this is, is the discovery that Enos is also a dipshit? Because it, it needs to be yeah. a discovery or a project that is being started. And I don't know how yeah. this is one of those. And I, um, yes, it's discovered. Uh, Enos is discovered that nobody knew that he was alive. <laughs> he was, yeah, he, he, nobody knew he was Mint Clackleroy's son. And so it's discovered that he was Mint's son. Just no one put together that they have the last name and that one looked like the, a younger version Clackleroy. of the okay. Right. All right. So the upshot is he, he is pledging everything he has, including uh, the boat. Uh, because nothing, you know, he came into possession of the boat uh, that Mint fell off of. Uh, okay. Justin, the Queen of Summer. Wait. That's what they call me. Okay. Uh, 
A project finishes early. Which one? Why? If there are no projects underway, boredom leads to a quarrel. A fight breaks out between two people. What is it about? So this is not a... I guess this isn't a choice. This is... Yeah. We have projects. One of them finishes early. Uh, old Josh, uh-huh. he sticks his head out the door. <laughs> hey, everybody. Good news. We cracked it. Uh, these are real promising recruits you got. We're going to get out there and start hunting these sharks. With our minds. And old Joshy's school for advanced psychic warfare against blink sharks is open for business. Oh, yes. There is a nominal fee <laughs> to learn. I should have sure. mentioned that now, earlier. Why did, it, why did it finish early, Justin? What gave you the benefit? The benefit? The Enos what? put it over the top? Uh, no, it's just they cracked it early. It wasn't as hard. He thought developing psychic techniques to combat blink sharks would take four weeks. And in the end, it wasn't as hard as he thought it would, oh, okay. <laughs> would be. Yeah. No one's ever done um, that before, Trav. So yeah, he missed so it the mark a little hard. Bit. Yeah. It actually just wasn't as hard as he thought it would be. He gave the sharks too much credit. Yeah. He un- he <laughs> o- he underpromised and overdelivered. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's his motto. That's good That's business. Old Josh's whole thing. <laughs> um, what is the, do we want to determine then kind of what the functional result of there being these psychic shark warriors now, or is that, is there going to be a sequel to old Joshi's school for advanced psychic warfare against sharks? I think it's just what you need to know is the school is open and some number of people are training to hunt, hunt sharks psychically with okay. their minds that, that I, it, what did it, what's it? It's just, um, <laughs> It's just Chekhov's Joshi. It's yeah, just there. No, for sure. I'm, and someone will find a way yeah, to need it. To be him. fair, it was explicitly a foolish project. And so if yes. if the end result, Griffin, was after four weeks, they can do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, not that okay. foolish, is it? <laughs> I'm not saying, no, no, no. Okay, to be fair, the school is open and he is recruiting recruits. Yeah. They have not they have not staged any missions yet yeah. to go hunt shark psychic. Okay. Then I'm going to I'm going to add an abundance of psychic shark warriors that we can then add to scarcity when they are de- devoured and killed. <laughs> when, exactly. when they are maybe devoured, Griffin. Okay. Okay. Well, hey guys, our abundance list is fucking wild. We got filler fish, we got horseshoe dogs, we have Delmer historical documents and psychic shark warriors. We got all those things. If you need those things, you come on down. Do not to worry about it. Unnamed underwater city. Okay. Uh, you know I what we don't co- have air tanks. We don't have that. Don't yeah. N- or boat. <laughs> boat is one thing we don't, don't have. have. Boat. The cradle just sitting there. There's probably somebody who's been posted up at the cradle since it was finished. Like <laughs> oh, guys, I just assumed. Now, okay, I forgot how fair, this game works, and I thought they're designing some- it right. They're designing the boat. N- I mean, they designed the city. Uh, nobody has oh. nobody has really done anything with the old cradle. <laughs> I know I said it a, a season ago. That, that's <laughs> the last great hope for our civilization. But old Joshy's doing something really important over there. <laughs> Here's what I say. Here's what I say. Let me say this: If you go into the water with your great boat and you get instantly attacked by blink sharks. You will be very sad. <laughs> that's a good point. Sharks can don't blame yeah. Joshy. Yeah. Sharks can blink up like a ship is yeah. not going to protect you a shark will it, get it's going to your... protect you more though griffin now, if a shark blinks into your boat yeah is he gonna have a long and happy life after that he will not, he will not. 
but he will have some fun He'll on the way his. out. He'll get his for sure. <laughs> He'll, get his. He'll get his nut. You know, Blake Shark. Griffin, can I tell you the honest truth? I forgot yeah. how this game worked, and I figured, well, the cradle's done, so it's going to be building boats itself? It's not, a... it's not fucking StarCraft. Like, I know. I not... realize that now, Griffin. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there were no uh, finished projects when I counted down the clock, so Justin, uh, take, take an action. Um... <laughs> Well, I don't have to take. Well, okay. Um, let me see what we got out here. The uh, resource gatherers use these very specific. Um, they're like uh, electrosonic picks to uh, do their their do their gathering. Okay. And uh, these all went missing when the vanguard uh, went uh, f- through their when they went raided. On their journey yeah, sure. Under the sea. And uh, one of these picks uh, washes up on the shore. Uh oh. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.